0: Farm workers in Washington state speaking out, saying, Let us work. It's a message we've been hearing from so many people that we've talked with, um, and we've been sharing videos of uh, some of their insights into what's happening with labor and Washington State's laws for labor in agriculture in the last couple of years and how it's hurting farm workers, unintended consequences of rules that were ostensibly uh, supposed to help workers, in kind of a counterintuitive way, actually making it harder for workers to make the kind of money that they want and live the kind of lifestyle that they want. Welcome back to The Farming Show. Good Saturday morning to you, Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. Glad you're you're with us. And this is something that Olympia is starting to look at right now as things are in session down there in the state capitol. Um, But what's really happening on farms and what do the farm workers themselves have to say about what they're getting paid? And particularly what we're going to be talking about here is this issue of overtime pay, of getting paid time and a half wages past a certain threshold we've talked about this on the show there was a state supreme court decision on this that said the state's longtime exemption for agriculture on that um according to the state supreme court was unconstitutional the state legislature followed that in its next session in 2020 with a decision to roll out to phase in overtime time and a half pay for farm workers, starting with a threshold of 55 hours, that was last year. This year, it's going to be 48 hours. After that point, people are supposed to be paid time and a half. And then in 2024, next year, the threshold will get down to 40 hours a week. And a lot of people saying, well, isn't that good for workers? Well, <laughs> You would think so, and maybe in a system that's based on like a a day-to-day, nine-to-five kind of of job, office work, working in a factory. But in the world of farming, things are much, much different. Joining me right now is a, a woman with a background working in farming, in eastern Washington and a background in human resources as well um, in uh, for a tree fruit farm uh, in the Efreda and Quincy area. Maggie Perez, welcome to the program this morning. Thank you. Yeah, We were out there in November and, and people may have even seen uh, some of the videos that we've released at uh, Whatcom Family Farmers and Save Family Farming about what's happening, eastern Washington family farmers as well uh, on Facebook um, that include some of the the quotes from you, you were speaking out as well as many. I think we talked to 18 different people. We heard from many, many more too that we didn't capture on video saying they're, you know, people are really frustrated with this. Why is this? I think, again, like I just said a minute ago, a lot of people are saying, well, wasn't this supposed to be good for workers? Why is it bad for work? Why are workers unhappy about this new law?
1: Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have uh, we have temporary workers and so we have you know full time employees. Yeah. Uh, but usually farm work is a seasonal job uh, where most of, most of our employees just come uh, harvest and get go back home with pretty good money. Mm-hmm. But when when the uh, business has to pay a time and a half then where are they gonna get their earnings? So it's really affecting most of our employees, well, all of them, uh, because now their their time is cut short and they cannot make or pick or do more than what they could do. And it's like, it's not really um, helping because now they, they're they okay, they're, we're stopping you guys at 48 hours. This year is gonna be 48 hours. So now all the time extra that they will be able to produce, is cut short. And if they, if they go over time, they're still not making enough money like they did before. And so mo- m- most of our employees go to the office and they're like, I can sign a paper that I don't want a time and a half and just let me work. It's like, well, it's not us, you know, it's the law now. And we can now go against the law, obviously. So, yeah. Our workers are pretty frustrated and yeah. they do want, you know, they ask if they can just waive that, and obviously they can't.
0: Right. There's no option for that in the current state law for someone to say, Hey, uh, I don't actually want to do this. I just want to get as many hours as I possibly can, because if I do the math for my own budget and my own life, that's how I can make more money. It doesn't offer that flexibility anymore. Um, so you're hearing from, from people that are, are really frustrated and people are actually making less money now because of this.
1: Yes. And and a lot of people are leaving that industry. So we lost a lot of our irrigators because they love to do the irrigation because they put so many hours and then in winter they can just chill with their families and stuff. And now they cannot do that.
0: And that's something that I've been talking about for a while. For people who don't understand farming, you may have a job that has the same amount of hours that somebody who works a regular nine to five kind of job, but most of those hours are worked in a shorter amount of time, and then the other part of the year, you don't work nearly as much. Exactly. To me, that's not a mystery because that's how I was raised on a red raspberry farm, you know, and, and it got busier and busier. I remember, you know... May was busy, especially for dad. I was usually still in school. But then June, I'd get out of school and we'd get busier and busier getting ready for harvest. And then for us in, in red raspberries, you know, July was harvest usually, give or take a, a few weeks on either end. And we didn't go anywhere. And we just worked as much as we could, anything that needed to be done to get the fruit harvested. And then You know, maybe there would be some things to do right after harvest. Sometimes we could go on vacation for a week or two right after harvest. And And then there was fall work, but it would get slower and slower. And, you know, for me growing up, and I think it's probably true for a lot of Farm workers, a lot of people, farmers themselves in farming, you get to December, you know, if you want to have a Christmas party or go visit some people or something, you take a few days, maybe you take a few weeks, you know, and I know in the farm worker community with so many com- connections to Mexico and other places, people will maybe take a month to go back home, right? Like it's, that's the the kind of pattern of the year. At least that's how I was used to it. Is that kind of what people are used to there?
1: yes yes totally and that and that is what people that make the law like i said they always i mean their intentions are pretty good yeah but they don't know the farming the 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 industry the agricultural industry so it is very hard you know because in an office you can you finish what you need to finish you know and if you don't finish it you can stop there but not in agriculture. There is seasons for everything, and if you don't pick that cherry, it goes bad. If you don't finish with that, so it goes bad a day or two, yeah. uh, it, and it, it goes bad. So we need <laughs> we need those employees, and they are willing to do it because that's why they come. That's why they work in agriculture because they know. That this is going to be a season where I'm going to be super busy, but then I'm going to take, like you said, vacation with my family in December and all of this. And so I think it is important for lawmakers to come and see how things go and how we treat our employees, you know, because a lot of big companies can't afford that. And they just say, okay, we put more housing. Like a lot of them are bringing H2A workers now. We do too. But it's like, okay, we build more houses and they are still just getting the 48 hours and then we get a other shift. So you're not helping the employees really. <laughs> they're gonna stop them at 48 and they're gonna bring more people, build more housing, And just the 48 next year, just the 40. So it'll be and they're not bringing
0: they'll be still spending (coughs) X amount of dollars on labor, but that will be spread between more people. So each individual person will get less of the
1: piece of the pie. Exactly. They're not going to benefit. They're not going to benefit. And I mean, you work in agriculture because, or you used to work in agriculture because you bring good money home in those seasons, you know, those harvest season, the spray season. Uh, And then it's like, okay, uh, it's not good for me anymore. So I'm not going to work in agriculture. Who's gonna pick our, our fruit? Who's gonna do that job? You know, because that was that that was the benefit of of farm farming, uh, that that extra money. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, I mean, that's how I paid my way through college, for instance. You know, I go to a year of college, and then you have summers off with college, and I would work as many hours as I I could. You know, I, I was planting corn or helping my dad in the raspberries again during those years. That That's, I, I just wanted to make as much money as I could because I knew then I'd be done and go back to school. Um, some my part,
1: nephew did too. He, yeah. he used to cut hay, yeah. you know, and those are pretty long hours that he was able to, to go to college and, and, and pay his way. So it just...
0: Yeah, but if they come and say no, don't don't work the long hours and that's interesting that you say cut hay because that's the old saying make hay when the sun shines because you can't make you can't make hay in December. <laughs> there is no there's no hay being made in November, December, January, February. It's, it's so you have to make it at a different time of the year. If you don't get those hours, then you're not going to get them. If your hours are limited, if you only get 40 hours a week, you just flat out miss those wages that otherwise would be there. Um, and by the way, this is The Farming Show. Thanks for being with us here on KGMI, uh, talking with Maggie Perez. Uh, she's an HR and, and uh, office Uh, manager, secretary, uh, involved in safety training as well in the tree fruit uh, community over in eastern Washington uh, and taking the time to chat with us this morning about what's really happening, what she's hearing from so many workers over there. Certainly, we're hearing it from workers here in western Washington as well. Uh, Maggie, talk about, you know, some people are saying, well, the farms just need to pay this. Um, Why are the farmers cutting hours off? They're just trying to profit on the backs of hardworking, underpaid people. It's not fair. Um, even words like exploitation, uh, what, what, what's your response to that? People saying that, that even, I've even heard people saying, well, you know, these workers are just saying that they don't want overtime because they've been exploited for so long that they just, I guess that's all they know. So that's why they're saying this, but they actually, we, we know what they need and, and so we're going to force this. <laughs>
1: Uh, that is just, uh, I, I have never heard that before, but it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. I think, yeah. I don't know uh, that, for that, for the company that I work for, um, uh, they're pretty, they're pretty good people. You know, my, my, my boss is amazing and we treat people with kindness. And if you go to our office, everybody will greet you and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not exploitation. I mean, <laughs> we we have we have a pretty good hr department if something comes up no people just want to work and i think the the prices are going uh, you know up everything is going up and i understand like i say you know from the government point of view, but it doesn't work in agriculture. Yeah. People cannot afford to buy a house anymore. People cannot afford to even, you know, go out and eat so often anymore. So when you do this, get trying to 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 get, make the companies pay more and over time is like what are the benefit what the companies also need to have, you know, uh some sort of um earnings from everything. Yeah, otherwise and, they go I out mean, of business
0: and nobody exactly, has a job. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I mean we already like most of our employees make more than other, like the minimum payment. Yeah. You know, it's not that we're paying them less than fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. They're making more. So we are paying them good money. I'm saying we like if it comes out of my pocket, but I mean um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are making good money. They they yeah. get, they they get paid good for their work because we know it's something that is a hard labor. Yep. And it's something and these people come and say i'm going to work this much you know right now that i'm young because i want to retire soon and i want to spend the time with my family when i'm older yeah but they want to be able to have a house to have all of these things that we sub- we come here for the american dream and we are having nightmares lately <laughs> mm. so it's not it's it's not it's not exploitation I, i'm i'm just
0: well to I'm, me and and correct me if i'm wrong here but to me that's a little bit of uh, offensive for people it, because then it's saying that they know better than these workers who are speaking out for themselves and that's what i'm interested in here is hearing from the worker themselves what they really want, what is best for them. If we're doing anything with state law or anything else, to ostensibly benefit workers, we need to be listening to them what they actually want rather than telling them what we think they need, right? I, that, that's what boggles my mind, and I think it can almost get a little bit offensive when some of these people are saying, well, workers don't really know what they want. You know, they're just saying um, that they want, you know, don't want overtime, but they, they, I don't know, don't know better or something? Are they saying people are not <laughs> smart? These people are smart people.
1: <laughs> yes and, and and that is and that is what we start assuming and, and and thinking for others or we think that we know you know what other people think yeah. and that is just that is just crazy um no, my my employees that have come to us at the office they're they're pretty worried mm. because um last year you know it was more hours this year is gonna be 48. And so they are pretty worried because it's like, they know that next year is just gonna be 40 hours. Yeah. So they are, thinking now what are we gonna do however and I mean some mo, 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 most of our employees are H2A employees mm-hmm. um, so they're like we come here and I mean it is a lot of money compared to what they make in Mexico yeah. but you know they, they they are trying to live like people you know they they are trying to make a living they are trying to have a roof over their heads, and now you are cutting that from them and that is what worries us and i mean they they told me most of them told me you know who makes this last why weren't we not informed that they were thinking of doing that so we could say something you know and most of them don't listen to the news or things like that but i'm pretty sure if they would know ahead of time they would have went to the capital and yeah (laughs) and protest or something because it just it is hurting
0: us. Well, they are talking about now in the state capitol. And by the way, this is the Farming Show. I'm talking with Maggie Perez. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on the Farming Show. She is uh, has a background in HR and administration in uh, at a tree fruit uh, farm in eastern Washington, sharing about what is really happening with workers and our state's new overtime laws, uh, how the unintended consequences have actually been hurting workers, not helping them. Um Man, I, in Olympia, they do have this idea now that has come from people supporting the farming community saying, you know, at least give an exemption, a 12-week window that a farm can apply for, uh, timed to what their busiest, their, at least their guess, because you have to do it in advance. So you, I guess you have to guess when your busiest season is going to be, even though you you never know when Mother Nature is going to make things happen in the field or not. But <laughs> you, apparently you need to guess, and then, and then at least have a window where there's a higher threshold for time and a half pay so that may help ease some of this and allow workers to make more money during harvest times i don't know maggie have you followed any of that or do you know anything about you know would that be a good thing
1: well that would definitely help a bit uh like you said uh we do kind of know like our seasons like you just mentioned before you know like in in may or in june you you were harvesting this and this and that fruit right uh we but, but we have so many different seasons i mean we yeah. have the spray season you know and then we have our cherry harvest season and then we have our apple harvest season and then we have our pear season so it'll be very hard to be like okay which one are we gonna apply for exactly you know
0: (laughs) rather than yeah you may have two or three weeks that are really busy for this job uh you may have a month and a half you know six weeks that are really busy at a different time for this part of harvest or that harvest so yeah it's still would, like you said, though, potentially be better than nothing to ease some of the burden that this has placed on workers.
1: Yes, yes. Uh,
0: Well, we're going to be keeping an eye uh, here at Save Family Farming on this issue, um, encouraging uh, lawmakers, decision makers of of any kind, our our leaders at the state level, uh, to be listening to farm workers and, and responding to what they actually need and want um, Maggie, thank you for taking the time to share some of this information about what people really think. Um, because I, I, I'd much rather do that than than just assume uh, and go based off of what other people are saying who aren't really there and aren't really doing it. You know, I think that's that's so important on on this issue and so many others to hear from the actual people being affected. So I appreciate uh, you taking the time to do this and, and being with us on the program this morning.
1: Thank you so much, and I hope these things change pretty soon.